Hello listeners, and welcome to Villains, Volume 1, Episode 13. Well, hello there. You caught me in the middle of my book tour. You see, you're currently listening to the podcast dramatization of the time me and a bunch of other band of lovable villains tried to save the universe from other universes. Uh, Last time you checked in, we left our good friend Lotso on the roof next to uh, this this very nasty man called Two Face which is very on the nose for my liking, and I'm a, I'm a snake man, and I don't have a nose. Very nasty man. We left him there, and he had a girl spy on him while we went to Ace Chemicals and made this this very interesting gas that makes people very giggly. Um, our friend Napier made it for us. So we went and made a bunch of that, and then we all we all went to uh, this compound that Lotso was, was spying on while we decided to do our own thing and leave him with the dirty work. Then we, we were like, all right, it's time to kill some people. So we we got up on the roof and we killed the absolute shit out of Scarecrow. Like, it's one of the best killing the absolute shits out of someone that I've ever killed the absolute shit out of. It was phenomenal. He exploded. There was not a trace of him. He was a smear on the roof. But alas, it was pointless because as soon as we we, we infiltrated the building after taking out the roof, we get there and we find out the whole thing was a hoax and a farce and they'd already escaped our grasp. So they'd beaten us to the GCPD. The fact the only reason we were there was to try and get them before they went to the GCPD and they went to the GCPD before we even got there so we, we had to chase them to the GCPD dumping a bunch of our special giggly gas over everyone to incapacitate them nice and peacefully because we are changed men now as you could tell by how I killed the absolute shit out of Scarecrow and then when we got there we, we managed to uh, isolate Two-Face and Shaw uh, as a changed man as well shot him in the head killing him instantly. Batman was not that pleased about that. Upon getting that special stone, uh, Napier went inside his mind and dealt with this Joker character once and for all, while the rest of us failed to notice that they were ever different people. So we, we took the stone and, uh, hey, another day, another stone. Where's this stone gonna take us? Also, buy my book on Amazon. Okay, uh, so yeah, you guys are, uh, are you in the flying car or did you go back to a regular car? Uh, let's just drive. It's not okay. far, right? Still be fine. Yeah, you guys Still are in Jersey, works. so it'll just be like a couple hour drive. Uh, pick a car. Uh, BMW 7 Series. Okay. Is this your car? <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> Genuinely not funny. <laughs> it's funny because it sounds like card. That was the joke, yeah. <laughs> Roy really likes that joke. All right. Um, yeah. So as you're driving, um, you're noticing like as you're going across uh, dimension lines, they've stopped growing. It, like they've st- you, yeah. they're solid now, basically. Yeah. Um, so as you're going, uh, you're just kind of you pass into New York, um, and as you're passing into New York, it's like a really dark version of New York. What bridge are we going on? Uh, <laughs> the Newark Tunnel. <laughs> That's how you get from Jersey. Do you want to go in a tunnel? That's no. gonna. It's gonna affect things. I go George Washington Bridge. Okay, you go on the George Washington Bridge. I'm pretty sure I've been on that one. Uh, That's kind of the one that goes from New Jersey, isn't it? Like from. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been. That's like the one that we always take because we're coming from the New Jersey area. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's quite nice. As you're going along, um, you see. Uh, it's a pretty normal New York. Um, maybe like kind of far away, you see some smoke going up. Um, this is kind of like a quite dingy new york if i could describe it i would say 90s maybe but yeah you probably do you want to like take interest excuse me take interest in everything that's happening or just kind of keep going towards your target uh we'll just we'll just keep going 
If something something happens, we'll 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 do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Just explaining D and D to you. That's uh, <laughs> Voldemort leans over to Shaw and he's like, "Are the fires related to where we go? Is is that on the way?" Because I don't know if we can see his sort of GPS that stone linked that we can. That well, it's has. not Rory that has the GPS well, now because yeah. currently. Yeah, Napier has the stone. Also, uh, let me know who has the stone uh, and if you ever transfer, because right. um, okay. if you hand stones off to different people, you may or may not get different things happening, especially if you combine stones. Uh, right, in that but case, pretend that I don't said that. that to Napier and not to sure. Okay. <laughs> Can they see it, or is it just, or is it just me? What do you mean? Can they see the like the the path I'm following, or is it just something I can see? Uh, it's not even something you can see. You just like feel like you 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 have a, like the GPS. It places a point in your head, and it's like you need to go there. So okay. it's not like a visual thing. It's like a compass in your brain, basically. Oh, um, but they can see that you're holding the stone, and and I assume you're giving Shaw directions because I don't think you're driving. No, I'm just reaching over and like turning the wheel as you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm giving. Uh, okay, yeah. So. Uh, Carlisle says whatever Carlisle said five minutes ago to you, which is, um, <laughs> did you ask if the fire's on the way? I asked if the f- the smoke, the fires that we can see are on the way to where we're going, if they appear related. Okay. Uh, and, uh, Napier, you know that, no, the fires are off to the right of your path, and your path is basically telling you to keep going straight through the city. Yeah, that. All right, Voldemort shrugs. Okay. <laughs> um, you guys do have some travel time because this is not the New York reality that you need to be in. Um, so it's going to take you some time to get through this New York. Uh, traffic like traffic bad as well. <laughs> odds or evens? <laughs> odds. Uh, no, it's pretty this clear. Is, it's like this is what the listeners wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's evening, evening. Like so, pretty. It's post work rush. Um, so. I would like to spend the whole time singing "New York" by Alicia Keys and Jay Z. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm like, "Oh, I know this one!" And then I start singing the other New York song, the one that goes "New York." So yeah, I was gonna say the like the, uh, the <laughs> Sinatra one, <laughs> the one other song about New York. So this is a, c- a cacophony and going on in the back of the car? Absolutely. <laughs> do either of you realize that you're singing a different song, or do you think you guys are like in harmony? Voldemort is of the opinion that there is like six songs in the world. So, <laughs> the, like, the idea that there could be two songs or more about New York alone are just not imaginable to him. So he is fully of the opinion that he's singing the same song and that <laughs> that Mr. Swatcam is just doing it weird. I never I, I never thought about the fact that sh- that Voldemort would not have listened to music, but he totally wouldn't have. would, because they have that band <laughs> in the yeah. Goblet of Fire. I can't remember what they're called, but there is There's music. The, the there are wizard musicians. They play a song that's like a hippogriff. Well, yeah, but like post, like at, like outside of that, like he doesn't have like a well, that's, iPod. That's what or I mean. He's like he knows like ten songs ish. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Frank, Frank Sinatra was a wizard, so he knows about him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he was a musical go. wizard, wasn't he? With those with those vocal cords, and those blue eyes, to <laughs> all oh, those baby blues, <laughs> that fedora. He's my mum's favorite. Vague mob connections. Yeah. So uh, I'm assuming you guys keep going. Um, is there any Napier yeah, you keep in hold of your stone? I mean, it wasn't like jungle drop where it. It dreams wasn't, wasn't are made of. There's nothing today. we can't do. It's 
Dogs break Alright, in this point in the podcast, I'm just going to mute your guys' tracks so that I don't get copyrighted. Um, anyway, uh, no, I ask, like, are you ever going to hand it to Shaw? Uh, no. Okay. Alright, so you guys keep going. Uh, this time you pass into another New York, um, and uh, this one is much more, like, modern. And once again, you kind of see smoke off to your left, but it's not really affecting you unless you want to go check it out. Uh, it's, again, pointing you forward. It's not pointing you towards the smoke. Describe modern. Uh, well, the last New York was set in the 90s. Um, <laughs> so this New York is set in the present. <laughs> right, okay. Was that the Friends New York we were just in? <laughs> the Friends New York with smoke. Yeah, I'm coming up from a building. It's the one that they everyone I'm like... to the building. We're just driving through and it's just like the clapping. Just nonstop <laughs> the whole time. What is that? I tell everyone, I'm like, do you guys think it's weird that Blockbuster is so prominent in that part of New York, but here they decided they had no audience? <laughs> yep, there you go. You're going through across another barrier, and you see like half a Blockbuster, but it's been cut in half, and then the new place is just say, like an abandoned. So you don't know songs, but you know Blockbuster. No, I just saw a million shops called Blockbuster when we were in 90s New York, and now basically none. No, I'm assuming I'm assuming that Starbucks is a competing chain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, you guys. I'm assuming you guys just pass through this one as well. Yep. Okay. So you pass through, um, and then you you get to another uh, New York, which looks a lot different. It's like very, uh, it's it's very cartoony almost. Um, <gasps> you're kind of like driving through. There's very. Uh, ridiculously tall buildings. Um, it's a lot more simple than the other New Yorks you've been to, but this is the reality that you guys are supposed to be in. I'm home. Very exciting. <laughs> Cartoon. I'm home. Yeah, yeah. You would actually, yeah, you would, you would probably feel fairly at home here. I, I'm like really excited at that concept. I, I get out the car and straight away do that thing that Michael Jordan does at the end to see if it's a cartoon, and I stretch my arm as far as I can. <laughs> uh, it doesn't go too far. Oh. But does it go further than normal? <laughs> Odds or evens? Evens. No. <laughs> oh. It goes shorter than well, normal. Well, I'm still at home. <laughs> you dislocate your arm. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It goes shorter than normal. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys are, keep driving through, um, and you notice that there are a lot of people moving around, but they seem to be almost moving in in like fear or like they, they're very aware of their surroundings um and they're like keeping an eye on everything they seem very on edge and you also start seeing a lot of like you'll pass a couple places like maybe a library or something um where there would normally be statues of like uh like military generals and and stuff like that uh and they're all they've all been transformed into statues of this one guy he has one very specific like kind of angular face um and he's just put his face on all of these classic statues yeah and I, there's not there's like almost no cars on the road and there's very scarce people on the sidewalk and like i said they all seem very on edge i think we're in the reality of the treehouse of horror where flanders takes over the world very <laughs> <laughs> specific reality yeah well you know <laughs> <laughs> it's an alternate reality within a fictional universe. <laughs> We're really disappointed if it turns out that we aren't in the reality of Treehouse of Horror where Flanders takes over the world. 
<laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I go up to one of the people in the street and say, Hidely ho, neighborino, just to be safe. <laughs> you actually do that? You say, yes. You say that? I say, Hidely ho, neighborino. Uh, the person that you say that to looks at you really weird and then, like, starts, like, walking a lot quicker away from the car. Okay, I shout back to the car. I don't think this is the Treehouse of Horror universe where Flanders <laughs> takes over the world, guys. We, like, scratch it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Swackhammer know that? <laughs> he's a cartoon. He knows yeah. about all other cartoons. He's, 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 he's met up with, with Flanders at cartoon support groups. Alright, there you go. It was Villains Anonymous. <laughs> no, let's just just that. Then, like, that yeah, he's a villain in Flat that episode. That's why he only knows yeah, villains. Okay, he knows that yeah. one. <laughs> you feel superiority over him, though, because you got a whole movie of being a villain, and he was only a villain for one episode. <laughs> that was a whole episode. <laughs> Alright, well, there villain. you go. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you guys keep going, and you, you see it pointing you towards uh, this, this building that's, like, sort of at the center of this version of New York, uh, it seems. Uh, and as you get closer, you see, uh, written on the side of the building, uh, it says, Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated! Oh, yes! yes. <laughs> Rory has no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm gonna cross, I'm gonna cross off uh, the other option on the list. It just says Fraggle Rock, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> The reality of what Fraggle Rock rose up and took over the world. Uh, I'm very excited to hear the voices you've got for today. <laughs> I worked on them. Uh, so yeah, it's pointing you towards the top of this of this building. <laughs> I guess we're going deeper towards. Did you want me to sing it again? <laughs> So, well, I guess Napier's got the stone, so do we know that we have to go up here? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yes, no. <laughs> I'm like, Nap Napier, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> We're just driving around in circles, and I'm like... <laughs> Wait, so what's going on? Napier, what are you doing? I'm, I'm pointing to where we need to go, which is the top of that weird-shaped tower. Okay, yep, okay. Sean, what are you, are you going in? What's going on? Stop the car, I don't see it. Okay. You walk up and there's like a singular door to the building. We could just use the flying car. Go through. You could use the flying car. Go if through you a want window to. and just start shooting until and keep shooting until things stop moving and then just. Look, guys, 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 guys. I'm a cartoon character. I know how how us cartoon villains think. He's gonna be expecting us to go up in a flying car and shoot through the window. He's not gonna expect if we go in through the door and go up the lift. He'll be like, "Oh, I was looking out the window." That's what I would do. <laughs> Trust me. I think my compatriot is onto something quite special here. I think we should take advantage of the fact we're in a cartoonified, whimsical universe by being as normal as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Mr. Swackhammer's lead and All just right, walk through the door entirely normally. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. You, uh, you, you try to open the door uh, and it's locked. It has like a doorbell next to it. I don't think I'll I know the what doorbell. that is. Okay, Swackhammer rings the doorbell, and uh, you, <laughs> there's like a, a panel next to the door that like opens up with like a camera that's looking at you, uh, and you hear over uh, a mic, it's like, what do you want? <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Mr. Swackhammer, <laughs> and um, I am I'm a owner of Moron Mountain Established Theme Park, and I just wanted to 
talk about the potential business of opening a theme park in your lovely city here. I was wondering if we could come up and have a little chat. Are you lying or is this actually what you're going to talk to him about? I'm lying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's roll. Uh, deception. Probably going to kill him. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you, you say this and you he, he like, there's a moment, uh, there's a pause and he's like, a theme park? It's yeah. a good idea. Thank you. All right, come on up. And he opens the door. See you guys. How are you I liking? How are you liking my doofenshmirtz, Carlisle? Yeah, they'll, they'll do. <laughs> so he opens the door, and there's like an elevator. I go in the elevator. I assume we're all. Is anyone going, all going with, with him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is Shaw going with? Yeah. Shaw's been quite quiet. Okay. All right. So everybody hops into the elevator, uh, including Lotso, um, and the elevator like closes and starts going up. It goes up to, like, for a while, like, you see the floors, and it's going up to, like, I don't know, the 20th floor. And the the doors open, and you walk out into, like, this massive, like, laboratory. Um, anyone that's seen Phineas and Ferb knows exactly what I'm describing. Uh, but, <laughs> but Shaw. <laughs> uh, it's, like, this big, like, circular open room with a big balcony that goes out. And uh, it's domed roof, and you've got a bunch of like uh, laboratory machinery around the outside. Uh, and in the center is a uh, a platypus with a hat sitting on a chair with uh, like straps over his hands and <laughs> his feet. Um, and then standing next to him is uh, this like hunched over man with the, it's clearly the guy that has his face on all of the statues throughout the city. And he's like he's he's mumbling to the the uh, the platypus, and he's like, "Oh, you've arrived. Let's talk about the theme park." I go and shake his hand. Okay, he shakes your hand. He's like, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Uh, how's it going? You look like you're doing quite well here. It looks like maybe you were even in control of the whole tri-state area. Good job, man. That's really impressive. <laughs> He's like, indeed, I have conquered the entire tri-state area. <laughs> so um, how did you, if you don't mind me asking, you know, like a uh, bad guy to bad guy, how did you manage to do it? Well, you see, it was actually very simple. I, uh, I went over, I was uh, at my lowest. I was feeling quite, uh, I, like, I haven't made any progress against my arch nemesis, Perry the Platypus. And I, uh, I suddenly realized that there was, uh, well, I didn't realize, but there was this stone that appeared. And I, I picked it up and I suddenly felt more powerful. And so I used it to create, and he, like, t- he walks over to this machine and he, like, pulls a sheet down. And he's like, the power in it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's really impressive. So what did you what did you do with the power inator? Great name by the way, really top class. Thank you. Yes, I was uh, I used it to uh to uh take over the entire tri-state area. <laughs> uh, and what what do you what are you using the stone for now if you've taken over the whole tri-state area? There's not much left to conquer. Well, he looks at you and like his expression gets like like actually like quite sad uh, and he's like well, uh, to be honest, uh, I it's been a little rough since I took over the tri-state area. <laughs> uh, I I defeated my arch nemesis Perry the Platypus. Perry, say hi. Uh, the Perry just uh, the Platypus just looks at you. He's wearing a hat. He's <laughs> wearing a hat. is never going to watch videos. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, How you feeling, Rory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, sounds sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ever since I I beat my my arch nemesis and took over the tri-state area, I just I I I feel like my purpose in life has ended. I've 
I've I've been sitting here every day for the last month, and I just I feel empty, and I wish uh, the, the universe would give me something to a higher purpose, almost. Please tell me he's gonna break into song. <laughs> Please tell me you plan a song and you have you you're gonna sing, just like the one in the show. Dante, it will frankly be very disappointing and unrealistic <laughs> if you haven't prepared a musical number at this point. <laughs> You suddenly from somewhere you just hear piano music. Yes. Do do dum dum da do do dum dum da. I feel very lonely as I've conquered this city. I've ended my lifelong plan, and now I am waiting for some purpose coming. To take me away from this land. He finished? He bows. You had to prepare song? Did you, add, did you prepare that? No, that was on okay, the spot. Okay, we'll go on your <laughs> Well, I, I've, I think I might know what your higher purpose is there, Mr. Doofenshmirtz. Ugh. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the power of peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I think your higher purpose could be owning the greatest theme park in the tri-state area <laughs> <laughs> well we only have one and i uh, own that one uh oh, that one's but maybe rubbish. two is the trick <laughs> <laughs> exactly now i could you know design this this theme park and it would take me m- months maybe even years to build and um you know it would take me ages it would cost probably you loads of money if you're going to be owning it to build or, oh, that sounds amazing. Let's do it immediately. And he shakes or I, your hand. Or I could... Or, um, hit me I'd, also like, I'd also like to note, just real quick, that um, the power stone is clearly just on the side of the power innator. Like, it's not even inside. It's just, like, uh, it's in, like, a little socket on the side of it. Um, right, and he's, like... It's... While he's no, 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 I have him. a plan, Rory. I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I hear your plan. Uh, like while you're explaining your plan, I'm just gonna go grab that and leave. If that's all right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean goes I over. Can I see that um, Shaw's doing I hate that? You so much, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> can I see that Shaw's doing that? Yeah. Okay. Voldemort just starts like dancing to try and attract attention to like the other side of the room. <laughs> I mean, Doofenshmirtz isn't Doofenshmirtz isn't looking at the. Okay. He's looking away from the machine. He's cool. looking at. Well, in that case, I'm just dancing for the hell of it. Okay. <laughs> Voldemort starts dancing, and uh, and maybe Doofenshmirtz looks at you and, like, approves. <laughs> he gives an approving nod. Um, I'm just going to yeah, walk so, with Shaw. If I see him grab Well, Shaw walks, and- over to, Shaw walks over to grab it, um, and as his hand, like, gets towards the um, the Power Stone, there's, like, a... And then, like, uh, bars go down around the machine. Such a fucking idiot, sure. You can still reach your hand in there and grab it, though. Uh, but but Doofenshmirtz turns around and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? That's my power in it, or... uh, I'll hit him with my swat hammer, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and while I'm doing it, I want to turn to Shaw and say, Just for once, Shaw, just for fucking once, I thought we were friends. I just wanted to try and talk my way out of a fucking problem, okay? Is that too much to ask? Is that too fucking much to ask? I thought you were distracting him. Oh, I was gonna ask him so I could. Build. You swing your hammer to hit Doofenshmirtz, uh, and this like big robot just walks out and like grabs your hammer and stops you from hurting him. Is that Norm? Yeah, it's Norm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we should and... talk about game plans sometime. 
<laughs> Doofenshmirtz turns to look and he's like, you were going to hit me with your hammer. You were never going to build me an amusement park. Well, no, listen, to be honest with you, Doofenshmirtz, I was going to say if you gave me the stone, I could build a thing, a theme park really, really quickly. But then he went and fucked it up. So I just, you know, desperate times. <laughs> He's Just like, what do you want the stone for? Park <laughs> he, he, he looks at you and he's like, to be honest, I'm done with this stone. I don't really care, but like, what do you want it for? Um, build a theme park. Build a better theme park in the quad state area. Yeah. Does that exist? <laughs> I don't think that exists. <laughs> Okay, I was just trying to be better than you, but whatever. <laughs> okay, all right. How close am I to uh, Mr. Swackhammer? Uh, I mean, you're probably like maybe ten feet away. I maybe okay. Um, I walk over and I whisper, and I'm like, maybe he didn't believe it exists because you didn't say it like he says it. Oh, <laughs> um, I wanted to build the best theme park in the Quad State area. <laughs> he, he like applauds. He's like much better in the in the <laughs> delivery, but I, I still don't think that exists. Um, also, um, uh, Voldemort, you look over and you see that um, Lotso this entire time has just been talking to and freeing the platypus. Nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> cool. Cool. You think maybe he um, he he feels a uh, connection to the platypus because he's the first uh, creature in this whole game that's like his size. <laughs> the shot. We'll go back to you for a second. Um, you the bars like came down, um, but realistically, you could still grab the stone if you want. Yeah, yeah, I'll grab the stone. Then. Okay. Yeah, you grab it and just kind of it takes a couple like minutes, and that's maybe why all this conversation has been happening. But you're able to like yank it out of the the uh, the machine, and the machine just kind of go. It does that thing where it's like powers down and goes God, that was easy i think <laughs> doofenshmirtz is quite uh caught up in your guys's conversation he's like what do you want this stone for uh i think with saving the world or something look i don't really care i just want to get back to my theme park with my new love of voldemort <laughs> <laughs> he's like <laughs> he looks at you and he's like saving the world that that sounds very interesting uh do you want to join us or something is that what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think we have enough room in our various cars that we find. <laughs> he's he he looks yeah uh, he's like uh, that's fine I can take my patented uh, jetpackinator and he like turns around and grabs like a jetpack and puts it on over his lab coat. Is the challenge of this particular stone not combat but just trying to say no to Doofenshmirtz? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's up to you. If you guys want Doofenshmirtz, he is very eager to come, but I don't think Rory does. Can I, can I turn to Doofenshmirtz and I'm like, can you give us just one second in a huddle? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, We're Norm, not come talking with me. about you. We're not talking about you. He, like, you. walks over to talk to Norm. Uh, I'm like, team world-saving huddle. <laughs> we'll get the huddle. Lotso comes over. Does he bring Perry? Uh... uh I want Perry to come with us. I want Perry. I want Perry. Is Perry well. comes. He's yeah, Perry comes. <laughs> <laughs> and much easier to voice as an NPC for Don. Uh, come on, I like my my my. No, I'm not saying voice. it's bad. I'm just saying that you won't have any time to do anything else if we bring Doofenshmirtz with us. <laughs> um, I will lock him in conversation from the second we leave until the end of this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that. The, the, I like that metagaming. My idea was to see if maybe Voldemort wanted to go with you guys, and you guys are like, "How can we get the non-villain for our <laughs> villain campaign?" Uh, 
Yeah, so who is Napier coming to the huddle? Sure. Is I imagine Shaw is not at the moment. I like I'm not busy trying to get a stone at well, I, I think you got it, didn't you? Can yeah, I yeah you've got it now. Don't need me doing anything, like trying to control the power stone around. No, uh, this is uh, yeah, my my stones. You can just kind of hold and have the power. There's no, no like, kill. Yeah, no worries. So you hold it. Yeah, you're fine. Um, you have the soul stone on you, is right, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, as you are holding both stones, uh, or they're both on your person, um, you feel like the the abilities of the soul stone like massively increase. Um, so generally, like, you could keep, you could sense, like, the souls uh, in, like, a certain radius. But now, like, you, in your mind, if you're focusing, you can, like, filter through the, all the souls, like, in the world. And you can, you can, like, feel the, like, billions and billions of souls in the world. And you can, like, sift through them and find certain people if you want and their, like, location. So you just feel like the Power Stone is just uh, increasing the abilities of the Soul Stone. Yeah. And you can also feel uh, the different realities. Like, each... Uh, the souls from different realities feel different. Um, so your soul, for example, feels different than Voldemort's, like, 164th of a soul. And, yeah, so uh, you're actually able to find different realities as well. And you actually, if you want, you could find your own reality. Okay. And this is up to you. But I'm basically saying you can search, you can search for people, like, at any distance now. Cool. Can you find Michael Jordan? <laughs> is, are you coming to the huddle? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. So we're in the huddle. I'm like, so just before we start with this whole, what are we going to do with Douche and Smurfs thing? Um, I just want to say that I'm feeling very undervalued in this world-saving group. <laughs> My main skill is being a businessman and striking up deals. And every time I go to strike up a deal with someone, you just attack them or do something else. So <laughs> I mean, you know, you will you turn into a bloody yeah. ghost man. That's pretty cool. You've got all your magic shit. You're Bear, I don't, I don't really know what you do. To be honest. One of your skills I mean... as a businessman is engaging people in conversation, which I thought you were doing in order to distract them so I could get the stone. That seemed pretty obvious. Look, uh, okay. a lot of well... things can seem obvious, but they need to be run. You know, good teams are built on communication, and bad teams are built on a lack of communication. So I think we as a team need to work more on making a basis of communication before we do a plan. Look, we can talk about this in the car once we get out of here. Whether that you sound like my dad. Perry Perry looks at you guys and he's like, "Oh man, like, like, like geez, this group is not working well." I know we're gonna scratch Perry. him under his tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, what? Yeah, as you reach down, he like takes your hand and pushes it away. Uh, I go for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> While remaining in the huddle, so the huddle gets very squished. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, What are you saying, Voldemort? So are we are we bringing are we bringing the European guy? I'd rather not. <laughs> it looks like he's good with machinery. Maybe he could he could fit us out. Maybe we could steal a bunch of shit before we go. I'd feel bad about it, but I'd be remiss not to mention. He seems like he'd be good. Uh, he seems very loud. He seems like he'd be good for a distraction. So if we ever need to just you know push someone outside the car. Now, down. <laughs> you also feel that he would be very bad at stealth. Yes. Now, we can't we can't bring along a distraction guy because as you know, Mr. Swackhammer was just trying to communicate that he feels his best interests aren't being used and that as one of his roles as a talkative business person is that he can distract people if it's decided beforehand that's why he's doing it. So I feel like we can't bring along another distraction person to further devalue Mr. Swackhammer's input. Thank you, Han. 
and I I go to like <laughs> hug you, but then I quickly go and try and hug Perry. Do you guys have like special? <laughs> do you guys have like special pet names? That'd be really funny. Yes. Well, I keep we changing my regular name, so I, I... yeah, I was gonna say like maybe his pet name for you is Snaky. His pet name for me is just Voldemort, and I keep changing my real name into ridiculous things. Now, what are you I'm now? the one who can call you Tom. Right now, I'm Professor Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I one. Yeah. You were, you were Perry, Perry, Perry nods approvingly at the name. <laughs> what can we call you, small mammal? Uh, Lotso pipes up and he says, "This is Bear the Platypus. Uh, I'd like to take this moment to uh, say a few words. I also have felt that I have not really fit well into this group, and I've been talking to this here uh, friendly platypus, and uh, I feel that maybe my place is not with you." Uh, but here instead. <gasps> Perry works for uh, a secret agency, and uh, part of the deal is that uh, they go to a very loving family and live there. And if you have seen uh, Toy Story 3, you know that my backstory is very tragic when it comes to loving families. <laughs> Did <you> say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he explains his backstory from Toy Story 3, basically like he felt betrayed when his little girl replaced him. Um, but in this, he would be part of a loving family as an active member he wouldn't have to be frozen he would be communicating with them as like a little bear and he just he says basically that he feels that he would fit in better with this team of agents because on the agency side of things he also gets to put on a cool fedora and uh attack people which is the other set of skills that he has um so he's basically like uh, I feel like I haven't fit well in with this group, and I feel maybe it is my time to go. I'm like, Lotso, we can't lose you. You're good at doing things we don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Lotso's like, maybe that's another reason I should leave. <laughs> we always kidnap him. Well, there you we go, could... that solves two problems. Now we've got more for Swatkammer to do. <laughs> I was going to say, do you do you want Lotso? <laughs> This whole time, you keep forgetting that Lotso's there, and then the moment he's like, I want to go, you guys are like, no. He was very <laughs> useful, though, when we needed something normal to be on a rooftop spying on people, like a teddy bear. And I bear. also, I'm less concerned also, about- Also, one of you, one of you is a human man. <laughs> <laughs> Two of not, you actually are human men. That's not a thing to be on our roof, though. Yeah, and I, I'm less concerned about, like, as long as I don't want him to be a, a part of our team, so I don't want him to be happy. <laughs> why let's say we've resented why? him clanging along to this group dragging it down he doesn't just get out easy when he wants to now we're gonna make him suffer for it that being said, i don't feel that way because he did actually help us last time <laughs> uh, i would give you a point of inspiration zach but you already have one guys i motioned for a sub huddle Involving everybody except for Lotso and Perry the Platypus. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's do it. Alright, so we're in a, a separate huddle now. Doofus okay. is so waiting for the work? first is, is huddle. Is they around us? So, so we're, just do, just, we're just doing our I own actually huddle. I go they back leave. over. <laughs> they go over to talk to Doofus Mertz. Okay. Alright, okay. Do we, do we let Lotso leave? Do we let Perry leave, or do we forcibly choose one or both to come with us in the rest of this journey? I think we, just I think we should just let them go, man. Doofenshmirtz pipes up and he's like, So, uh, am I allowed with the group? We're talking! 
Well, you've been talking for the last, like, 15 minutes. Doofenshmirtz, we're I'm, in a sub-huddle right now. Okay, we'll get back to the main huddle in a second, which is resolving a separate issue. This is, you know, if you're going to be on this team, you're going to have to understand that there is an importance because teams are built on the basis of communication. Oh and bad teams are built on a basis of a lack of communication. So just give us a second. Is there a window in this room? <laughs> there's, a there's an open balcony. Oh, it's okay. freaking huge. Okay, cool. That's fine. Carry on. <laughs> He's gonna jump off. <laughs> no, we're gonna finish the discussion first. Are we taking him or not? Oh, if no one wants to, I guess we can let him be free. <laughs> Alright, is that decided? It's just the four of us. Yeah, I guess. Is this about yeah. Lotto? Okay, you're this is about Lotto and Perry, yeah. So I guess. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Back to main huddle. So we move our huddle no, back no, no, to no, 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 Perry. No, 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 no. No, but we haven't Summit. decided about Doofenshmirtz yet. Oh, I thought that was, that was weird to say that it's just. No, we that sub huddle was just for. Uh, they don't get a vote. <laughs> they, don't, like, they left. They don't get a vote. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Are we um, Doofenshmirtz? Lotto's like. Lotto looks at you guys and is like, all right. Um. This is goodbye, I guess. Yeah, bye. Yeah, okay, bye. Are we breaking Doofenshmirtz? <laughs> okay. Perry and Lotso. Perry and Lotso get on Perry's little glider and they leave out the out the balcony. The Perry chances, waves at. What are the chances I could shoot the glider as they're flying off? Perry waves at uh, Doofenshmirtz as they're leaving. You want to shoot the glider? I want you to You're not the Joker right now. You're I know, Napier. But there's something. There's something about Lotso. He I mean, never got a cuddly could... toy as a kid, and now he resents All him. you, All you would achieve shooting Lotso is just shooting a teddy bear. It's not going to hurt him or anything. Mm, okay, leave if it. he falls from a great height, you might kill a platypus, but not Lotso. Right, I'll leave it alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we <laughs> we decided what we're doing with Doofenshmirtz. I don't really need him. Alright, I, right, right, I, I guess kids. we're just a super crew now. Yeah. All right, and so... then, I know we had a team name, but I can't remember what it was. Well, you know, we're a new team now, so... Oh, it was Monstars, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it Everyone was, put a hand yes. in. Monstars on three. One, two, three. Monstars! Monstars. On, like... on three, I summon the flying car around us and drive off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the flying car comes up, and uh, would you summon it, or are you telling it to fly up? No, we're, I summon it around us, so we're in it, and we, we, we go. Okay, you fly off. Dubish was like, hey, wait, hold on! <laughs> It's probably a good thing he's leaving because my voice is going. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys fly off, uh, and Doofenshmirtz like like is waving like, "Hey, what's going on?" But uh, Frick, what's his his robot's friend's name? Norm. Norm uh, looks at him and just shakes his head, and Doofenshmirtz looks very sad as he returns to his his tower. You guys fly off. Where will the Power Stone take our villains, and how will they fare without Lotso? Find out next time on.
Thanks for listening. If you like this show, maybe subscribe and give us a good review. If you'd like to support us, head to patreon.com slash mudwitmedia. Have thoughts for another campaign or just want to talk to us? Email us at awrpod at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at awrpod. If you'd like to hear more from myself or our fantastic players, links to all our podcasts, YouTube channels, and social media are in the description below. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you all next time.